Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. In this podcast, I visit with Alan Hunt, the Chief Audit Executive and Ethics and Compliance Officer at AARP, and we preview her talk at Converge 18 on the role of the CCO and the board. First, a word from our sponsor, Conversant, about Converge 18. As you know, the last year has publicly brought ethics to the center of business reputations worldwide. With the acceleration of the speak-up culture and organizational accountability that social media is enabling and amplifying, companies need to incorporate integrity into every level of their organization. Converge 18 is helping organizations to do just that by addressing ethical transformations head-on. This event will be held in Denver, Colorado on from October 8th through 10th. At it, you will be able to network with 300 of your peers, including C-suite executives, legal professionals, HR leaders, and ethics and compliance visionaries. Gain insights from 35 speakers, including such prominent speakers as Wei Chen, Steph Vogel, the NBA's Deputy Chief Compliance Officer, and Carol Switzer, President of OSEG. You will bring home actionable takeaways to your compliance program from a variety of sessions, including two keynotes, five general sessions, 12 based roundtables, and 18 interactive breakout sessions for you. You can get more information on Converge 18 at Conversant's website, conversant.com. Listeners to this podcast will receive a 50% discount to the event. Use the discount code TOMFOXVIP. That's all caps, TOMFOXVIP. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist, and I'm here with Ellen Hunt. Ellen is the Senior Vice President, Audit and Ethics and Compliance Officer at the AARP. Well, welcome. I'm glad to be here, Tom. Ellen, one of the things you and I have visited on over the years is getting more boards of directors to bring on Compliance, chief compliance officers, uh, chief ethics and compliance officers, and true compliance professionals onto the board. Uh, one of the things that uh, we both think is important to, is to have a compliance perspective on the board of directors, but that requires the chief compliance officer, or the chief ethics and compliance officer, or even the compliance practitioner really to help educate uh, the board. So with uh, all of the recent scandals, uh, this topic is certainly getting more information. The Department of Justice has said the board needs to have compliance expertise on the board. And I wanted to visit with you today about some of your thoughts on the role of the board and the C-suite and why they're important to effective ethics and compliance officers, but also what's the role of the CCO? What's the role of the CECO? And and how does that person then uh, uh educate the board on the board's role. So with that somewhat long-winded introduction, I was wondering, um, have you, I know you've thought about this and you've sort of broken it down into three areas, building trust, communication, communication, and communication at the tone at the top. And I was wondering if you might be able to explain some of these to us. Yeah. So it's just, it's just an interesting observation, but I, I kind of see the chief ethics and compliance officer as the, uh, you know, ethics champion or the liaison between all of these different parties with the, the goal in mind of making the compliance program as effective as possible. And when you have all of these different elements running together, all the spokes in the wheel uh, turning properly, you really have what you need to make, make the program effective. So uh, I think the very first 
steps that the chief ethics and compliance officer has to take is building that relationship and building trust. The C-suite and the board have to know that you are a uh, ultimate professional, that you are someone that they can come and talk to as a resource to resolve their problems, and that when you have to come to talk to them um, with about problems, you're coming with solutions and practical ways for the business to move forward. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the business being successful. Uh, and I, I think when you approach ethics and compliance as a uh, enhancement and an element to make the the business more profitable and successful, uh, it really it changes it changes the dynamics. So um, I think it's it's just it's absolutely building that trust. And um, when you do that, though, the the other thing that you have to do with really a certain amount of uh, gravitas and um, uh, uh, your personality is, um, and, and Thomas Jefferson said it this way. In the matters of style, uh, swim with the current, but in man- matters of principles, you're going to have to stand like a rock. Um, so people have to know that, you know, when you come and talk to them, you've got an issue and it has to be resolved, but you can, you can be flexible. Uh, the other piece I just think is communication, communication, communication. Um, you know, the folks that are on your board and on your C-suite, they got there for a reason. They're smart. Uh, and often they have great intellectual curiosity. They constantly want to be learning. And, you know, they want to succeed. Um, they haven't gotten to that level of professional success without that. And so uh, take advantage of that. Um, find good articles, whether it's from the NACD or uh, other places that talk about their role and how they can be effective and uh that can go really a very long way in, in helping you educate them in a way that doesn't seem um, as if you're there uh, preaching your own cause, uh, so to speak. And then I just want to talk a little bit about tone at the top, because um, I think we need a little bit of a reset on this. Yeah, it, it is absolutely important how your board and your CC acts. Um, but it isn't just this one speech or adding language at town halls or other things like that. It really is how your board and your C-suite interact every single day. I, and we just have to remember that particularly in large global companies, some of your employees may not even know who's on your board or who's on the C-suite, and they're never going to meet these folks. Um, so this kind of trickled down uh, theory of, gee, if we just have tone on the top, everything's great. Yeah, it's very important, but it, it, it it's more than that. It's really, you want the board and the C-suite to be asking all the time in their interactions, does this follow the code? Are we following our policies? What could be the ethical implications? And when they have those interactions with the people that they work with, that's going to go go a really long way. So uh, let me go back to your first point on the building trust. Uh, You mentioned, obviously, that uh, businesses exist to do business and that it's important that as part of your building trust that you uh, work uh, or at least communicate your desire to make the business run more efficiently and hopefully at the end of the day more profitably. Is that something that 
uh, that a board would look to you for as a chief compliance officer? Would they actually look to uh, to not you, but your position to to help them make the company more business efficient? Absolutely, I, I, and and the thing is, I think that when you've got you you've built that trust, and your board and your C suite are thinking of you as a resource. What they want is to make sure that they're doing business the right way in a way that's efficient. And those two things are not just opposed from one another. They're not oxymorons. Uh, and this kind of gets back to the point of, you know, in things of style, you know, swim with the stream. Uh, there could be lots of different ways that the business could operate and still be compliant. Uh, and and it goes a long way when you can be part of a project or if there's um, important initiatives, if you're, you've got a member, a seat at the table, uh, to just talk about how they're going to implement, what their systems are going to be, how the process is going to work, how they're going to set up policies. Because nobody, nobody likes to have been doing something for a couple of years only to find out that if they had set it up a little differently, had some additional internal controls, maybe had some increased transparency, problems might not have never ar ar arisen. And so um, you've got to really think about it um, in the proactive way of, you know, build it right the first time so you don't have to rebuild it the second. Um, and I think once you establish that, that trust and people see you as a resource rather than just the place that, you know, you're, gets you in trouble, that makes, a big, that makes a big difference. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope that you will join me at Converge 18. Once again, you can get a up to 50% discount uh, to Converge 18 by using the code TOMFOXVIP. That's T-O-M-F-O-X-V-I-P. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me again. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.